Welcome to an Impact Ministries production, brought to you by Impact Ministries World Changers, changing the way the world sees God. Learn how you can become a world changer today by visiting www.impactministries.com. Now, here's your host, founder of Impact Ministries and developer of Heart Physics, the self-development programs that have changed thousands of lives around the world, Dr. Jim Richards. Hey, I'm Jim Richards. I want to welcome you to Impact Cyber Church. You know, I don't always use that terminology, but I want you to understand the whole reason that we have these broadcasts on internet every single week is because all over the world, people join us and they use this for their weekly church. In other words, there are home meetings that use this. There's actually Bible studies that use this. There are uh, churches that use this. Even for, some of them use it for their midweek messages. Listen, I want to be a blessing to you. I want to share Jesus with you. And I want you to know that right now you're going to church with people all over the world. So we're starting a new uh, series this month. Man, I'm going to tell you something. This is going to be incredible. I'm so jacked up about this. We're going to be talking about the God of creation. As a matter of fact, today we're talking about the God of creation, truth or lie. Listen, this series and all of my series are always available at impactministries.com. Check them out. I've got a free download that I want to send you called The God of Creation. I want to bless you. Listen, I want to get this in your heart. I want you to see and grasp the reality that God is the creator and that scientifically the Bible has been proven. You don't have to wonder anymore. You know, I can't wait to share with you all that I've got to share with you this month. Because I'm going to be talking about one of the factors of your faith that we very seldom address. We very seldom talk about the role that God as creator plays in the foundation of your faith. As a matter of fact, what you're going to discover is that how you relate to God as the creator is one of the most important factors. How you see God, how you see the world, all of this comes down to whether or not you believe that God is really the creator and whether or not you believe creation happened according to the biblical account. You know, not only will it shape your view of God, what you believe about creation will shape how you understand what is actually going to be coming in the future, what's going to be happening in the days ahead. One of the reasons there's so much misunderstanding about the tribulation, about the end, about living in victory, about trusting God through any kind of hardship is because we really do not understand the beginning. So, there are a few things that are really as important as believing and understanding the biblical account of creation. Let's just read it. Genesis 1, almost everybody can quote this. And according to, to ancient biblical scholars and teachers, this is the most important scripture in the entire Bible. Genesis 1 says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, all faith is ultimately rooted in our understanding of creation. If we don't understand and accept God's version of creation, we will not understand and accept God's account of Jesus. After all, Jesus was involved in creation. He is part of the Godhead. He is part of the Trinity. Father, Son, the Holy Spirit are all involved in the creation. His view of God as explained to us, Jesus' view of God, as explained to us, was rooted in creation and our belief about creation. Now, 
As I said earlier, God knows and declares the end from the beginning. And sometimes I have used that phrase kind of irresponsibly. Sometimes I've just talked about God knowing the end from the beginning in a general sense, which is true. In other words, I may decide that I'm going to do something and or I'm pursuing healing or something. And if I'm going to be like God, I'm going to choose and know the end from the beginning. That's absolutely true. But Really, the bigger picture about God knowing or declaring the end from the beginning is the fact that the end of all natural things, the end of the natural world, is rooted in the beginning of the natural world. Isaiah 46, 9 says this, remember the former things of old. You know, when God talks about the former things of old, he's not just talking about what happened 50 years ago. He's not talking about what happened 100 years ago. He's talking about what happened from creation probably up to about the flood. He's talking about the ancient things. He said, if you want to understand what's going to happen, you got to remember all of these ancient things. He says, for I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me declaring the end from the beginning. And from ancient times, things that are not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand and I will do my pleasure. Now, I'm telling you something. If we do not grasp and believe the beginning, we will not grasp and believe and understand the end. And one of the key things about understanding the end, and maybe you uh, watched last month's series, or maybe you've already started reading my book. No, actually, you can't because this is the first week of September. It hasn't been released yet. I'm sorry. But in my book, Apocalypse, you know, we talk about this thing that God really has a very simple plan for how we will live in absolute victory in the tribulation, and it's all based on us trusting Him and being able to hear and follow Him. Well, I got news for you. If you're going to trust and follow God, or if you're going to follow God, you've got to trust Him first. So God wants us to be at this place of immovable faith. God wants us to be at this place where no matter what we see, no matter what happens, no matter how frightening things look, we know that we are not just dealing with a God. We're not just dealing with a God who can do some great things. We're dealing with the God of creation. And if he brought all things into existence, I got news for you. He can make all things happen in our lives that we absolutely need to happen when we're facing these challenges. Immovable faith. Interestingly, when you start studying faith, immovable faith is actually connected to our belief and our understanding of creation. Now, there has been no greater scientific, and I'm using that word scientific very loosely here. I'll never forget years ago I was reading a book, and and this book was not written by a Christian. This book was written by actually by someone who uh, was involved in energy medicine and using new scientific approaches to work with the body instead of the kind of the older, outdated scientific approaches. And he says, one of the things that you have to always remember, not all scientists are actually scientific. You know, the minute you say the word scientific, most people have a concept of some irrefutable knowledge that is more dependable than the Word of God. I'm telling you, people will do what a doctor or a scientist says before they will do what the Bible says, even believers. But there has been no greater scientific attack on any part of the Bible than there has been on the account of creation. Because if you can undermine the account of creation, you can undermine God. You can undermine God, who He is. You can undermine His Word. You can undermine every single thing that He has ever said. You know, the children of Israel, 
they understood this. And one of the things that they always believed was this. If you don't believe that God is the creator and that the earth belongs to him, yes, we are in authority. He has put us here to manage the earth in his behalf. But if you don't believe that God is the creator, then what right did God have to tell the children of Israel to go into the land of Canaan? In other words, their very justification for being able to exist as a nation is rooted in the fact that God is the creator. And I could go on and on and on and on about the things that are can only be justified in our minds and in our hearts if we accept God as our creator. So the creator is the God of the system. Whoever creates the system is the God of the system. The God of of any system gets to define the rules. So God is the only one that can define morality, ethics, values, and otherwise all of these things become completely relative. If God is not the creator, morality, ethics, values become relative because who has the right to say what is moral? Who has the right to say what is ethical? Now, many scientists will accept the idea that the world was created by aliens before they'll accept that it was created by God. Why? Well, I'll tell you why. Because aliens didn't bring us any standards, morals, or values. So you have to understand that if people want to reject morals and people want to reject values, if people want to reject the idea that they are going to ever have to give account for their life, they are going to reject anything that proves or supports the reality of the world being created by God. Because if God created the world, the universe, all of it, if God is the creator, then he is the one who has the right to say what's what. He has the right to say what's good and evil. He has the right to say what we should do, what we shouldn't do. So the biblical account, interestingly, you know, all the religions of the world have these accounts of creation. But the biblical account of creation is the only religious account that actually flows with what we know as proven science. Now, one of the things that we're going to do, we're going to be talking about faith in this first program, but one of the things we're going to do throughout this month is we're going to be talking about proven science. Now, in proven science, we're not talking about uh, theories. We're not talking about what cannot be proven. We're not talking about just ideas. We're not just talking about things that people have made up. Proven science, which I got news for you, science has made the quantum leap when it realized that there was a quantum world. Quantum science, quantum mechanics actually verifies the biblical accounts of creation. It really makes us understand how God does what we call supernatural things. And when you get accurate science mixed with an accurate understanding of the Word of God, I'm going to tell you something. You're going to have immovable faith. You're going to have a trust for God that is beyond anything you know. When I come back, we're going to show how faith and creation are intimately leaked. So don't go back. You want to be here for this next segment. This month, we're offering my book and the series, Apocalypse, A Spiritual Guide to Second Coming, again, because I'm going to tell you something. We want to make sure that everybody gets this book, and if possible, everybody gets this series. So be sure and go to my website, because this month, we're offering a special package if you order the book and the CD series together. But whether you can get one or whether you can get both, you need this information if you're going to have faith that's rooted and grounded in God the Creator. You know, the book of Hebrews, the 11th chapter, is one of the clearest places that we can go to to understand faith. 
And while, yes, we can take these individual verses and we can lift them out, we can dissect them, and we should, and they will give us all sorts of insight into faith, the thing that we tend to not realize is if we keep these verses in context, that in fact it links immovable faith to our belief in how God created the world. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 says this. It says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. Now remember, faith is always immovable and never, in other words, it's never wavering. Now faith, according to Kenneth Weiss, one of the greatest Greek scholars of the last century, faith is when you have absolute trust in the character and the motives of God. Now, the more we understand about creation, the more we understand about the character and the motives of God. The more we understand about how the world really, really works and how God designed the world, I'm telling you, It changes our ability to trust God because many of the things that we understand or believe about the world today are based on outdated scientific information. You know, we rejected the Word of God. We didn't take what the Word of God said. I say we, I'm talking about human beings, and came up with a science trying to defy and deny the Word of God. And so we ended up with something that if we believe the world is as science has told us, honestly, it makes it just about impossible to believe in a good, loving, and benevolent God. Remember, faith is rooted in the fact that we believe that God's character and God's motive is always connected to His love. He's faithful, He's consistent, He's always loving. And so it talks about how that faith is a substance of things hoped for. Now, God is a faith God, and we know that this word substance has several shades and nuances of meaning. It can be the title deed, it can be the proof of something, proof of owning something. But the word substance can also get into the foundation or that which provides a foundation. So faith provides a foundation and a proof of ownership for the things that are hoped for. But listen to this. It's also the evidence of things not seen. Now, I've taught you this verse, and I've got great series on faith. As a matter of fact, just a couple months ago, you know, we offered my series of faith, the missing pieces, and gave you an opportunity to really connect into some of the incredible, simple things about faith. So I'm not going to stay there on that very long, but I want you to realize faith An absolute trust for who God is, an absolute trust for His character, will bring us into the place where we begin to perceive and experience the evidence of things that cannot be seen. Verse 2, it says, For by it the elders obtained a good testimony. Well, does that mean that they personally received a good testimony? Maybe so. Maybe it's talking about because they had faith and they didn't try to relate to God through dead religious works that, that they had a good testimony. Or maybe because they related to God through faith, they saw phenomenal things happen and therefore they had a good testimony. Or maybe it's because they trusted God, they obtained or were able to take hold of a good testimony about God. Now listen to this, because this immediately ties faith in to creation. It says, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God. Now this is so incredibly crucial. I want you to understand first and foremost 
that understanding follows faith. If we trust God, we will come to understand God's Word from a perspective that works in our life and a perspective that makes sense. You know, many of the things I'm going to be sharing with you this month that are going to be based on quantum science are things that God told me before I knew anything about science, the things that God showed me from His Word because I chose to believe His Word from the very beginning. You know, I didn't listen to the scientists and say, okay, I don't understand the Word of God because I'm trusting what the scientists say. No, I listened to the the Word of God and said, I don't trust the interpretation that the scientists give us. As a matter of fact, I didn't trust most of the interpretations that the religious people were giving us. But by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God. Now, this becomes very, very, very important because when God created the world, when He put the world into place, when He spoke it into being, one of the things that we know, and we'll look at this, is that According to the Hebrew Word of God and according to the laws of physics, that once he spoke these things into existence, there were, if you will, energetic packets in his Word that caused the world to unfold and become what it was supposed to be. And i tell you what, that is an amazing thing to me. So God first framed the world. Another thing that we understand by this is that God framed the world by the Logos. Now, all that we've been taught in the faith movement, thank God for the faith movement, but you know, like every movement, it kind of has some shortcomings. The faith movement put an incredible emphasis on the spoken word of God. And so, you know, it says, you know, that God said, let there be light. Well, the emphasis in the Hebrew language there is not so much that God spoke, because there are different Hebrew words for speaking. And the word where it talks about God speaking things into existence is a word that has more to do with the fact that he framed it up. He created the concept in his own mind, that within himself, really he meditated on this, he pondered this, he created this within his own heart and mind, and then he spoke it into being. And that's really what the word logos in the New Testament means. The word logos is more about the integrity, the power, all the things that support what you're speaking, because what you're speaking means nothing more than whatever backs it up. And whatever backs it up is your character, your faithfulness, your integrity, your power, you know, your strength, all of these kinds of things, your wisdom, your logic, your reasoning. And so God framed the world up by the Logos. In other words, he created the concept. He created every concept of the world in his own heart so that once he spoke these words, these words cause an explosion of creation, if you will. Now, you got to be listening to stuff like this go, Jim, you know, I want to believe that, but I have trouble believing that in light of what science says. Well, i got news for you. Science has finally caught up with the Bible because most of what we were taught about creation up until just the last 40 years maybe was just pretty much completely unscientific. But let me go ahead and read the rest of this. So it says that, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. I want to tell you something. The world came into existence by things that were not seen, by this energy, if you will, that exploded onto the scene when what God held in His heart was spoken into existence. Now, I want you to realize the world has suffered under false science for thousands of years. You see, the original science of creation actually came from the Nephilim. And you'll learn about this in my book or in this series 
on the apocalypse. The Nephilim were the result of rebellious angels who had offspring by having sexual relationships with women. And they were a form of angels that had the ability to manifest in a physical body. And so when these angels had sex with these women, then what happened was their spirit was an angelic spirit, a fallen angelic spirit, and their body was a human body. And so the Nephilim, really in rebellion to God, they brought many, many, many of the secrets of creation to planet earth. They taught men all of these secret things. They taught men how to make war. They taught men about astronomy and astrology and taught men about uh, herbology and science and anatomy and all of these kinds of things and geometry. Of course, you know, any type of mathematics was nearly considered a sorcery in ancient times because you see, God put all things together around mathematical equations, mathematical laws. God is the ultimate mathematician, if you will. But this perverted knowledge, it was the right knowledge, but it was knowledge that reached a perverted conclusion. It was passed down through the early philosophers and then accepted by modern science. However, these were theories that could not be proven. It was really interesting. Most people don't know this. Darwin's theory of evolution was not only based in theory, but even in his own writings, he told people three times, I think it is, or maybe six times in his book on the origin of the species, he said, you have to ignore the fossil record to accept his theory. He said, so just ignore the facts and use your imagination. Fill in the gaps with your imagination. Now, why would real science ignore any concrete facts to prove their point? Well, it's pretty simple. The Apostle Paul said at Romans 1, 20 and 21, he says, even though creation reveals all these things about God, he says they are willfully ignorant. i tell you, scientists, they gather good information, but they choose to be ignorant of the facts. I want you to know something. Until the Big Bang Theory, scientists insisted that the universe did not have a beginning and that it had always been. Well, you know what? They were wrong. The Bible had proved that they were wrong, and now their own science proves that they're wrong. The universe had a beginning. Then, until the 1980s, they insisted that all life had evolved slowly over periods of billions of years. Guess what? They were wrong. You say, well, how do you know that? I'll tell you how I know this, because the Smithsonian Institute hid the fossil records for over 80 years that proved that evolution was absolutely false, but... I have to understand there's big money in science and there's big money and big control in denying that God is who he says he is. And then they absolutely insisted that man was nothing more than an evolved animal. You know something? Once again, they were wrong. Not only has the scientific community been completely wrong in its assessment of the facts, its own science has proven them wrong, but you're not seeing any retractions or apologies or changes in the textbooks. Why? I'll tell you why. Because the world system is designed to steal your faith and destroy your soul. New science, the quantum science, the science of the subatomic world supports and in many cases proves what the Bible has said all along. I'm going to tell you something. This entire month, you're going to learn about the six-day creation. Yes, we can scientifically prove that there is a six-day creation, that the world 
came into being exactly and not only did it come together in six 24-hour days, but it came together in the pattern that God said it came. You're going to want to get every single bit of this. Stick around for my mentoring moment. I'll be right back. You want to get your questions about creation answered? You want to get your questions about false science? You want to get your question about what's going on in the world? You want to get answers to all of these questions? Get my book and my series, Apocalypse, A Spiritual Guide for the Second Coming. Impact Ministries offers all kinds of tools and resources on our website that will be a blessing and a help to you. Every single week we have cyber church programs that help you to minister to your home, to your family, to your church, or to your community. We're always doing everything we can to help bless you and to strengthen you and to reach the world. Because the real truth is, if we don't strengthen you, we won't reach the world. It's going to be you who reaches your neighbors and your friends and your families. So we want to ask you to do something. We want to invite you to become a world changer. A world changer is somebody who says, you know something, this message has changed my life. This message has changed my ministry. This message has affected me in such a positive way that I want to make sure that the entire world has the opportunity to find out about the love of God, to find out these things that I find out so that they'll have a stable faith, that they can face anything that comes. Listen, go to impactministries.com and become a world changer or call us today. We want you to help us change the way the world sees God. I want to give you four things that I believe are just absolutely essential to not only being stable in your faith, but being able to share your faith in ways that is actually attractive and appealing and helpful to other people. First and foremost, you've got to believe the Scripture. You know, you can't just know God subjectively based on your feelings, based on what you think. You've got to know the God of the Bible. If you don't know the Bible, you won't know the God of the Bible because you're not sure who He is. You're not sure who He really, really looks like. So you got to start with an accurate understanding of the Scriptures. We must be willing to believe even when we don't understand. Secondly, obviously, you've got to know Jesus for yourself because all that we really need to understand about Jesus spiritually or about God spiritually is found in the person of Jesus. Thirdly, you want to be open to the Holy Spirit and His leading. I got news for you. The Holy Spirit is never here to give you a new truth. He's not here to give you a new revelation of God. He is here to confirm the revelation of God that's in the Word and the revelation that was revealed to us in Jesus. And last of all, if you really want to be relevant, you want to understand the scientific account of creation. You want to understand science because the Bible tells us in Romans 1, 20 and 21 that all of the unseen things of God can be understood by the things that He has created. I want to tell you something. When you bring these in line, when you know and believe the Scriptures, when you know, believe, and experience the Lord Jesus Christ, when you learn to listen to the Holy Spirit from your heart, and then when you know the scientific data that supports all that God says in His Word, you not only now have a solid faith, but you now have a way to communicate that makes sense to the world around you. And I'm going to tell you something, as the days come, if we don't know our facts, we will not be able to speak and persuade people to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks for listening to the weekly Impact Ministries World Changers podcast with Dr. Jim Richards. If you like what you've just heard, we encourage you to share our web address, www.impactministries.com, with friends and colleagues. 
Be sure to check out the resources section of our website for previous podcasts and our videos. Join us next week for another great message by Dr. Jim Richards.